Villains have always played an important role in movies, but just as society changes, so do the rules of creating good villains. But what exactly has changed? We'll find out shortly. Hello, I'm Broden, and today we're going to be talking about villains in literature. Webster's Dictionary defines villain as a character whose evil actions and motives are important to the plot. Well, it's not Webster's. It's not cliche either. In fact, it's the very opposite. It's Google. William G. Tapley writes, In the old days, villains had mustaches and kicked the dog. Audiences are smarter today. They don't want their villain to be thrown at them with green limelight on his face. They want an ordinary human being with failings. So I've done some research into a few databases and about villains and learned that having a good villain is just as important, if not more so, as having a good hero because, well, jerryjenkins.com says, nothing makes a hero more heroic than having a worthy opponent. An article written in 2007 by Richard Corliss says, supervillains, they get the plot spinning towards catastrophe. It's their lurid schemes the hero must rise to defeat. So I read five different articles and or magazines in total, and pretty much every single one in some different way said that basically the villain is the only reason the hero has to exist. Um, an article written by William Tapley from 2004 says he when he he wrote a book when he was writing and he had trouble coming up with a good mystery and a reader said he that we knew the who done it from the beginning and it was important for him to he realized to have have a more discreet villain have them more as an ordinary person as opposed to say in the 50s and 40s when they would just have a clear obvious villain it wouldn't hook the audience at all he writes that, quote, create a worthy villain, make it hard for my hero, and everything else would take care of itself. It takes a great villain to make a great hero. That's regarding him having trouble coming up with a good villain. Kind of to paraphrase, um, for heroes to be kind of real heroes in the story, they have to, they should be able to prove themselves. For villain to be a true villain, the audience shouldn't really be able to predict every action of the villain either for example not not being predictable having a deep and round villain is nearly just as important as having that for a hero because if we don't have a a, hero, a villain that's more in depth it's not going to be a captivating story um also a villain he says should ideally have motives and more clear villainous traits but maybe also subtle anyways to paraphrase the article, people nowadays can spot the villain a mile away. It's important to have cleverly hidden villains to portray them on the outside as regular people. Um, this kind of brought me to some of other questions like what characteristics do villains often share? Why are villains so important in good stories? And are stories more tacky if the villain is evident from the start? 
Well, I think the last one is almost always yes. So for that first question, the villain's characteristics, I did a quick search and according to Google, villains are a worthy enough opponent to make your hero look good. You and your reader, like when he's on stage. He's clever and accomplished enough that people must lend him begrudging respect. He can't be a fool or a bumbler. So I guess more trying to, trying to be discreet about the fact that they're a villain. A special thanks to our sponsor. Virtual Houseplant. With less hassle, space, and time, Virtual Houseplant is a far superior alternative to a traditional real houseplant. Simply plug it in and leave it there. With the appearance of a large fan, this modern take on design is sure to leave anyone who comes it blown away. They will be shocked to see it. Literally shocked. Virtual Houseplant emits a powerful electric wave designed to electrocute flies. It also seems to work on small children and large dogs. It's a work in progress. Order yours today. We only accept Bitcoin. Um, an article written in 2001 says, by creating a sympathetic villain, the writer enhances the character's dimension and allows the reader to emphasize with the character. However, a one-dimensional villain isn't particularly interesting. His or her actions are predictable, and the villain simply tries to thwart the hero. So it's important that the villain has different sides to them, similar to the hero. In fiction, two characters can't have the same thing, whether it's money, a job, or even love interest. Thus, the villain may compete with the hero for a job, spouse, or even respect. To paraphrase that, that last bit, um... Characters are often created maybe not to share the same things, so it might help if the villain is like against the hero, literally, in some way. Um, so it's also it's possible for the hero and the villain to have the same end goal. They want the same thing, but what might make them different is how they try to achieve it, say by cheating or being honest. Um, Often, sometimes in books, the hero might be getting in the way of the villain, and so that's what makes the villain become the villain. Um, this forces the villain to show their, their villainous characteristics and traits, maybe by trying to defeat the hero. So that brought up some questions, um, like could there be a story where the villain has the illusion that the hero is against them, but not actually be the case, maybe it was a misunderstanding, and the villain becomes villainous even though they didn't really need to. So in conclusion, having a good villain is just as important as having a good hero because the hero is only as good as the villain. That's all the time we have for today. Thanks for listening.